0: this podcast may contain coarse language listeners discretion is advised also this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for demon slayer please beware listen at your own risk
1: welcome to the demon slayer podcast i am your host v gtz and with me today, I have my usual co host Marion and Sakaki.
0: Yo! What's up, folks? <laughs> Let's crack uh, a That was
1: uh, quite an intro.
0: Well, we're just so excited because, it's well, by the time people hear this, it would have been a little while. <laughs> and to make up for the fact that, you know, we, we don't have one chapter to talk about. I'm in two. No, 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 no. We have no. three. We have yes. three.
1: Yes. Three meaty chapters This week we're talking about chapters 194 through 196 And these are quite a doozy of chapters I mean, they're really good
0: ones Well, I think just before we get really deep into this I I mean, I don't know if you want to cut this out later or not But um, we're changing the schedule, aren't we? Like, how we're going to do episodes now We're not going to be doing just one chapter per ep now
1: Yeah, we kind of decided that trying to do one chapter per episode is a bit of overkill. So we're going to be kind of uh, taking it a bit more easier from here on out. Probably maybe like three or four chapters an episode. So episodes for the manga, like episodes will be coming out slower. But we're going to have more to talk about per episode, which I think will... Instigate a way better discussion overall.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like we'll, we'll be less likely to go on tangents. Okay, who am I lying? Who am I lying to? <laughs> <laughs> but at least we'll have more like of substance to talk about because we'll have, be able to read the chapter, digest it, go back through it again. You know, rather than trying to hit it the day of. So essentially, we're doing a you could say a chapter, uh, not a chapter, an episode a month.
1: Yeah, that, that's basically the plan. And we'll still have other stuff in between that, like the Tanami broadcast is still going, so we still have those episodes weekly, and we do have those manga volumes that we have to talk about at some point, yes. so we'll probably splice those in somewhere in there. So, Demon Slayer content is not going away, it'll still be here, it'll just be in a different uh, release schedule,
0: basically. <laughs> we, we do it because we love you all. <laughs>
2: And also because and, most of these chapters are, like, super action-heavy, so it's kind of hard to, like, draw
0: content out of them.
1: And it makes it easier for me to edit,
0: because I, I, I
1: have to edit everything.
0: Yeah, I think we, we were mostly worried about Lord here, so. <laughs> and all of us, but mostly V I yeah, only I
1: sleep can't. at 5am, it's not a big deal.
0: What time do you go to work? <laughs> <What's-> <laughs> Seven? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Vlorty. Okay, we need to talk about this after the show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so I guess we should start with um, chapter one ninety four. Yeah,
2: uh, sure. All right. Uh, chapter one ninety four: Burn scars. Uh, the the chapter, like the cover page, uh, we see Yushiro and uh, Murata and the other like uh, novice demon slayer, or whatever. Like, looks like they're going around performing first aid. So. It's, gr- it's great to see Yushiro again. It's been, like, I know it's only been, like, a couple months, but it feels like it's been way longer.
0: Yeah, like, Yushiro's, like, been the hero. One one of the biggest parts of, like, this, the last couple of uh, chapters is just seeing him go around, giving first aid to people, and generally just being an MVP. But the true MVP is on the next page. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we turn to the
2: uh, page, page two of the chapter, and it's uh, it's the cat. It's Cat Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, even though um, it was beheaded, like it looks like it's still alive. Or yeah, it's,
1: it's Yushiro had super glue on him. <laughs> they didn't have any for Genyo, so they're like, "Hey, we have to plan from here on out. We can't like run out of glue."
0: <laughs> Clearly, the cat was more valuable than Genya. That's that's the message I'm taking away from this. <laughs> yeah, the, the cat
1: was definitely more valuable. I mean, look what the cat did. The cat saved everyone. What did Genya do? He only really helped beat Kokushibo. Kokushibo. He's he's easy stuff. He's he's the little leagues. We're in the big leagues now.
0: I will say this much: I I do like the fact that the cat looks like it's just mildly annoyed by being like chopped into pieces. It might just be the way that they like, drew it. Like is this the big ass eyes? eyes. It's just yeah, yeah.
1: staring at like the outside of the panel. It is looking just up, like what the heck's going on?
2: Thinking about life, like, damn, I'm really going through some shit right now.
1: Yeah, it's like, damn, that moves on, he he really uh he really did a number on me.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like fucking hell man, I'm just a cat and this isn't even what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: I wasn't hired to
2: fight Chad. <laughs> but um yeah, no, should picks it up, and, uh, Chachamaru, I just realized it had a name this whole time.
0: <laughs> we're still calling it Cat Killian, just just saying. <laughs> i
2: are still calling it.
0: Right, but, um,
2: yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, because just, like, right after the Murata and the other guy, was like, Whoa, that cat's a demon? Like, what? Yushiro's <laughs> was just like, Oh, yeah, no, I turned it into a demon. But we're here to treat the wounded, so go, go off and do your job, damn it. And, um, uh... Going, like moving on, like, it's it's kinda cool how uh uh they, they just like take charge and like uh it, it, is that Murata? Yeah, Murata's just like, you haven't administered this serum? Uh everyone needs it. Come on, use this. And it's just like everyone is just uh uh moving the gears and uh we get to see uh Himejima like getting treated and like we already knew from the the page where or the chapter where he got like sent into the building that would, like he lost his leg. And, like, seeing the, the aftermath now, finally, is kind of, like, kind of crazy. Because um, even you was saying, like, uh, even if he regains this, the all of the blood and then, like, all of the blood loss and the, the lack of equilibrium he's going to have from, like, losing a limb, it's going to make it impossible for him to fight again. And, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it's hitting, it's hitting now, like, just how severe... Like the, the damage that Muzan has caused. And, uh, yeah, he thinks to himself that there's no way Tanjiro can last alone. He's going to he's gonna need help, and he basically, okay. like, prays to Tamiya. What were you going to say?
0: No, I was just going to say that that's the thing that I, I really, like, zeroed in on is the fact that even he really... He's, like, rushing to do all the stuff because he knows Tanjiro needs backup. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, like, that. that's the thing that I like about this whole development. I mean we we've talked about in a couple of episodes before this that you know there was the thought that tanjiro there's no way that tanjiro can um solo Muzan, and i mean so far the narrative hasn't really it's has kind of been of a split mind of that like it's showing us that okay he's got the powers to do it but he's also growing weaker as the fight you know carries on so yeah. i like this reinforces it that yeah we need to get people back up so they can help tanjiro out he's He's no Goku. He's Sanjiro. <laughs> <you're> it, <laughs> so he's not gonna be able to soak up this fight by himself. Yeah, and I really like the fact that uh,
2: the the narrative is like honing in on Yushiro of all people, because like from from his like introduction, like uh, when he when he first showed up as a character, we know he's very selfish. He's not one to really think of others, and like I guess now that Tommy is gone, and like he. He, he he kind of like this is this is like developments that like you know were going to happen eventually like every every character in the story is like yeah we're going to face a lot of losses going up against muzan and stuff but then like now uh yushiro was just like yeah Tamuro or tanjiro you have to survive somehow like it's it's kind of moving seeing him like uh care for other people especially like being how antisocial he is yeah yeah
0: I mean, even at this point, yeah, as much as, you know, as much as he was very attached to Tamayo and, like, everybody else was garbage in his eyes, the fact that he is, like, yeah, you have to not just win, and and I like the selection of words here, that he didn't say you have to win Tanjiro, he said you have to survive, you have to protect Tanjiro, I thought he said survive, but but either way, I mean, the implication is, like, he just wants Tanjiro to live, you know? Yeah win, lose. It's great if he wins, but if he dies after that, that's no good. (laughs) And, of course, if he loses and dies, it's also no good. But the thing is, he has to live. So, seeing him being, you know, kind of humbled in that way, after losing somebody important to him, he's got all the reason to just be, like, really mad at everybody, but nah. He's doing, he's got a job to do. And I really like that whole, like, field medic, war medic kind of thing he's got going on right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think this like scene also really emphasizes that he's the only one that can do this job at this point. He's the only one with the expertise that can save all these like demon slayers and the Hashira. And mm-hmm. like in Tamiyo's absence, it's he's in a do or die situation where like he's going with his gut, and like he's trying to do what's right and what he thinks Tamiyo would be right.
2: Definitely, like he's it definitely like inherited her will. Yeah. But uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, we go and we see we go back to Tanjiro like actually fighting Muzan, and Tanjiro's realizing like it's not enough to just land all all the forms. He has to like hit all of the organs, and like it's getting dangerous now because uh, he he's like not breathing as much, and like it, it's not enough oxygen is getting into him, and because of that, like he's becoming way more vulnerable, and it's almost like like, he, re- he realizes that he's kind of, like, rushing himself, and because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, like, once you realize um, you're, like, under the pressure or whatever, and you're like, oh, no, but I have to perform better, that kind of, like, traps you, and you can't really, you can't really land results in that kind of situation just because you're constantly thinking about it, but uh, just in the nick of time, we see some serpent breathing, and, like, this cool snake just, like, like wooshes, uh Tanjiro out of uh, Musan's attack, and you're just like, whoa! someone... Uh, Tanjiro's like, whoa, someone saved me. Uh, wh- that smell. And it's just, like, whoa, we get Igoro. He's still alive. And, like, he looks really badass with, um, like, just, like, the scars covering his face. Like, he's completely blind, but, like, he's still out here just, like, doing the most. <laughs> like, he's, like, he, he, uh, he's communicating with Kaburamaru, so, like, he, he still knows, like, like, his basic whereabouts and stuff. So, uh, apparently, uh, we learned that the eye that he had with heterochromia, like his right eye was always bad, so he could barely see out of it anyway. So that's a cool fun fact, I guess, for the lore.
0: And yeah, uh, that was yeah. cool. So I just want to point out that Tantra's first, after being like, You saved me, his next expression, his next reaction was, Did that happen because you saved me? <laughs> <laughs> this kid is always gonna be himself, and I love that. <laughs> He's in that. He's always gonna put everyone in front of him. I mean, and I like that. Like over, Ob- um, Obenai just you know right away says no. This happened before. No, yes. and we were and he talking says about worrying of- about others. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but we were talking about a couple weeks ago how we were just kind of like, I mean, it, it, it is kind of eleventh hour, but I still like. I still think that um Gotuge is doing a good job with it where we were we were talking about like it's like open didn't get to do anything until now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like I, and I feel like Gothoke probably realized that like, okay, now I'm asking the audience to kind of buy a lot into this character that <laughs> basically hasn't done anything the entire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gotuge, I am once again asking you to care about Obanai. <laughs> <laughs> like Bernie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can definitely tell that Goetage is trying to push uh, Obanai pretty hard at this point. Because, like, is the only one that's really actively involved in the fight anymore besides Tanjiro. Which, on paper, just seems kind of weird. Because, like, up to this point, Obanai hasn't really
2: done anything. <laughs> True. I do think it makes a lot of sense, though. The fact that, uh, like, he has Kagumaru the snake and, like, uh, just... I don't know. Something about it, like, makes it work for me. I feel like, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't really, like, uh, like, the week that this came out, I was reading this, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of cool, like, but I wasn't really, like, sold on, like, yeah, this is kind of, I don't know, I don't know, just how, out of nowhere this game, but, like, right now, like, a couple weeks after, I'm just like, hey, you know what? I can accept this. It's fine. Yeah, like, I'm fine
1: with it, too, and, like, I guess eye kind of fits the on aesthetic, but, uh, yeah, definitely. It definitely still feels like out of left field for me. Mm. But, like it doesn't bother me like anywhere near as much that it like actually hinders my enjoyment.
0: Yeah, no, sure. th- that's that's generally how I feel. I mean, definitely, it's like what V-Lord said. There's definitely a market push on on Golzuke's part to make you care <laughs> about Obanai, who hasn't done anything in now, because it could have been anybody. Gotta else.
1: push that Obanai Mitsuri. Shipping merch?
0: <laughs> <At this> point, <laughs> Does it like, <that> even exist? <laughs>
1: I have no idea.
0: I'm sure when the anime gets that far, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah, like it, it's true. It, it, it is obvious that like Uncle Tokay is trying to make up for the fact that open. I wouldn't even say push it. I would just say they're just trying their best to make up for the fact that he didn't get to do much. And I and I could see it along the lines of a weekly serial of just being like, okay, you're, you're juggling so many things and then there's going to be one or two things you drop. True. like You're only human. And yeah. unfortunately, Obanai is undeniably one of those things that Gate dropped. And trying to pick him up and put him back into the story, I don't blame Gultigate at all. And it's like Fiora it's, it's not really taking away my entertainment of the series. And, and I don't necessarily think it's completely on of left field, I mean, I thought more his backstory being placed where it was was more left field than this. True. I mean, this is like the final boss. So you expect him to be there. You expect him to do something.
2: <laughs> and it's so still in the, character. Like, uh, yeah. considering how we went out of our way to like to draw <laughs> like all of the character development from like the panels that we were given and stuff. And like, we deducted basically that he's very self destructive and he's the kind of person who would like basically throw his body out just uh, in, like, a very self-sacrificial way. And, like, this still keeps up with it.
0: Yeah, this this way. I mean, for Mitsuri, essentially. I could see him not giving a shit about anyone else but her. <laughs> but, like, and at this point, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point, like, because we got the character development, and now he sees that Tanjiro is somebody that is throwing also kind of similar to him. Because, again, like... He sees real friend by himself, and first thing he does when he's he's asked, "How? Are, but how are you, though?" So, <laughs> so I can see that like little bit of himself being like, "Okay, guys, yeah, kids, just like me, and the, in the good ways, and maybe some of the bad. I mean, definitely in the bad ways, and maybe some of the good." But again, I mean, not to digress too much, but yeah, I, I, I think we all can concur that it's like, this doesn't bother. We get that it is out of left field, and I could get how Smyre criticized this, but it's not enough to say, okay, series jumped to shark or has lost its way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, no, page 11, Igor has a little Joker smile going on. <laughs> he played the Joker with the, the lips.
1: Oh God does. He does. <laughs> he
2: does. <laughs> yeah. We sure we sure do live in a society, huh, Muzan? But uh I think the real reason that Igoro is like still in the fray is because if we if we move to the next couple pages and we see like Muzan relentlessly attacking with all of his little like tentacle whips and arms and stuff coming out of his back and his arms, uh his like uh, I, 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 I mean igro is like uh serpent breathing with like the like the little snake effect that comes out or whatever is like the perfect kind of thing to just make some really beautiful looking pages um even like page 13 where you see he just moves on like whack the crap out of this building and like all like the like the protrusions coming out of his back they look like my headphones whenever i leave them in my pocket for too long and, uh, yeah, no, it, it's just, it looks really cool. Like, uh, I get it that, like, some people might be bored or tired of, like, most of the action being just, uh, these long whip kind of attacks or whatever, but, uh, it, it does look pretty cool. Um, it does. and, uh, on page 15, we see, like, Tanjiro's basically, or, no, Muzan is like, is that snake relaying information to him? <laughs> A dumb animal like that is reading my attacks? And... <laughs> Love
0: how that I gets to Muzan. thats just really funny. That was really funny when I first read this chapter. And I'm like, that's the thing that annoys him. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> even, even
2: while I—I uh, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, even while he's losing, but he's not losing. But like, even in like a serious situation like that, he can't stop looking down on people or animals.
1: <laughs> now, now, Muzon's very self-conscious about his galaxy brain.
0: True. <laughs> Galaxy brains and his white hair. They just realize it's like, wait, I'm getting old. I'm still never going to get
1: over that.
0: I'm still never going to get over that. Just on's like biggest realization during his fights. I'm getting old. <laughs>
2: it's crazy but... because we definitely talked about that. So did we actually predict the fact
0: that he's just aging? <laughs> I think we directly predicted it like outright said he's getting old but we definitely i feel like we did touch upon it once or twice that the poison is like doing something to tire him out we just didn't specifically hit on aging <laughs> true true all right but, but uh
2: yeah but, i i think uh yeah like like what i was saying like the the the, the art of like the snake coming out from like uh igoro's like slashing and stuff it just looks so cool and i think my favorite page is on uh is this or this my favorite panel is on page 16 like the the top one where you see like the the dragon from the the hinokami um uh, kagura and then like the, the the serpent and then like muzan's arm it looks like it's trying to like juke it around and like uh hit Iguro, but like it just it just looks so cool it does it looks
0: Really freaking awesome. Uh, yeah,
2: and uh, we get more monologue from, I think, Tanjiro, where it's like everyone's attacks have weakened Muzan, and his scent is gradually changing. Um, all that It's all that, it's taken all that Tanjiro can do to avoid the oxygen deprivation, so he can't enter the transparent world. But, uh, hmm, interestingly enough, Muzan's body is changing. He has evolved from Boomer to... What the fuck is older than a boomer? (laughs) John McCain.
0: (laughs) Oh shit! And we were both kind of right because I said death.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's bad. (laughs) That's really. Oh my god.
0: I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. Can I say that, Mueller? (laughs) Wait, what what did you even say, John McCain? Yeah, I
0: did. I was like, "What's older than a boomer, John McCain?" And then we both kind of. did I said, "Oh God, were well, you connected when I said death?" Oh, I actually feel kind of bad
1: though. <laughs> I apparently before baby boomers, there was Generation
2: X. Okay, okay, a Gen Xer. Okay. All right, well, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, well, Gen X is yeah, it's accurate because look at all those X's on Muzan's body now. X more oh, yeah. the Am I right, folks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And even Tanjo yeah, says those are Muzan's body.
0: weak spots. <laughs> yeah, Muzan's body's turned into a map of the Grand Line, guys. Oh my god. Where's it- <laughs> One
1: Piece then? Is it one of Muzan's brains? It's all of
0: them. That's the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the many but make. Roger a left everything in one place. <laughs> everything he has in one place. <laughs>
1: no wonder Roger laughed at it. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> we're we're just we're, anyway. Marion. <laughs> yeah, no, I
2: I think that's that's most of the chapter. Uh was like, Oh, those oh. are Busan's weak spots. And even now Yorichi is showing us the way. That was so that was, cool
0: though. Yeah. Like like even now Yorichi's still fighting and I love just that thought. This like, is truly like I mean, not,
2: the epitome of the whole uh like passing it down kind of stuff that
0: yeah. we've been talking about, like for this whole arc. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I really like that connection of just like he's there, even when he's not there, he's there. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're building off the foundation that Yorichi left behind, literally. And now they they've finally taken the step where they can actually finish what Yorichi started.
0: Uh, yeah, I really dig that, and the fact that he did it by himself, but like he went through a lot to get to the point where he could do it by himself. And sure, they've been they've had their own tragedies to conquer. But the fact that they're able to work together and do this, I feel like that's actually more important and probably what Yorichi would have wanted for himself, opposed to being okay, I'm super-duper powerful, I can take down every demon, but I have no friends, you know. Feels (laughs) bad, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's (laughs) like... (laughs) Like, I mean, we're joking about it, but I, I actually found that really kind of striking that like, yeah, he's this ultimate god of power, but he has no like friends, and I'm sure he would have traded all of his godlike powers to have friends to fight alongside.
2: Yeah. Or even just I mean his, his
0: wife and everything like that, I'm sure, or even his brother, you know. <laughs> Damn, Demon Slayer is but... sad as fuck. <laughs> when you really sit down and think about it, this series is really quite depressing. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> but anyway, um, it's my turn, and I'm up with chapter 195, Bewilderment, which starts off with Cat Killing um, with Mitsuri. So, and I mean, I like what this page implies, which is that maybe she'll be back up. Because, I mean, if Open Eye can, can um, redeem himself, I think she deserves a chance to.
2: Yeah, I really hope she does uh, maybe one more thing. I don't know. Yeah, she could,
0: I mean, let her do something. Like, I mean, especially with, anyway, let me not get too deep into that. And speaking of Yorichi, he, he's right here. Like, um, uh, Muson's kind of amusing. You know, he's like, okay, uh, he meant it. He's just talking about, I met Yorichi, and honestly, he wasn't very impressive. I mean, He didn't look like he could do much of anything he he didn't seem to hate me he didn't have any fighting spirit or he had nothing it was a blank slate so it's just like i didn't think much of this guy but here i am i'm supporting all the scars that he gave me and actually for a minute i i I knew fear
2: (laughs) yo can i say i have two things i want to say about this one yeah. That is so badass. Just, like, he didn't show any dry fighting spirit or even hatred or animosity. And, like, to me, that just goes... It calls to, like, uh, whenever you watch, like, martial arts movies, and it's just, uh, whenever, like, the ultimate martial artists can, like, uh, basically, like, enter, like, an empty state or whatever, and it's like they're not feeling anything, they just act, like... It makes me think of that kind of, like, like, ultimate technique. Like, you know, Fist of the North Star, like, uh, what's it called? Like, Mugen Tensei or something like that? It's just like, the, it's like the empty state or something, and it's just super, super cool and badass.
0: I, I feel like, you know, going back to what you're saying about the martial arts movies, that's where a lot of shonen get this stuff, because most shonen power-ups are like that, you usually, you get the one where they're like the character gets the power-up, but they're and they're super powerful, but they can't control it. Yeah. It's only when they get to a point of that state of, you know, calm and emptiness, that they're able to control the power properly. Yeah, like like the
2: basic part of this is like, oh, you must feel hatred or anger or whatever, and like like Super Saiyan or whatever. But
0: then it's just like, then you have to let like, go. Yeah, and you're... exactly. You have to have that drive, and then once you get that drive, to maintain that drive, it's like you gotta calm down. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it under control. and Everything, which again, that's a classic shonen jump thing. Um, not even shonen jump. Excuse me, shonen. You know, we're not even really shonen. Just stories in general, honestly. True. Uh, uh, I, I'm limiting it to one demographic but really it's any story where the hero has a conflict and maybe at first they act in rage and then but I just like that we get uh, Yorichi who despite everything he's been through doesn't have any of that rage but he still is like really freaking powerful <laughs> so, it's so so again badass. It, it, is, it really is and you know piggybacking on what I said last chapter is just kind of again I would I'd assume that he would love to just give away all of that for having friends or his family or anything. But anyway, um, yeah, Muzan's still musing. I mean, I, basically, the first couple of pages, is like, and I love this one panel where you got, I mean, first you see, it's still calm Yorichi, but, like, it's this middle panel of page three where, like, Muzan, who's been feared as, like, the god of demons, like, the ultimate monster, he's the one that's, like, quaking in fear. It's like, the real monster With him and not me, and it's 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 layered. It's so layered because you're thinking of you when you read it at first. You could just kind of like it it comes off the first layer, just like okay, Muson's afraid of this guy, and you could get away with that simple interpretation, and that'd be fine. But you you gotta really love the fact that this guy that everyone in the series fears, he's even even his henchmen fear him, and yet he's the one. He's got somebody in front of him. that he feels is a monster and of course then you just gotta go back to what we were talking about Muzan, looking down at everybody even now this guy is, doesn't consider himself a monster for the shit he's done <laughs> he still considers himself like I'm just a normal guy and then I was just you know checking for a newspaper and this 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 Yorichi guy came up in my front yard and just started fucking with me and I wasn't <laughs> doing anything <laughs> I wasn't doing shit he, just, he started it not me yeah. Okay. Maybe I was maybe just I chilling. I was just chilling. I was a superior. I was just a, here, yeah. just you know, chilling. I mean, yeah, I was, I was, I was opening up a, uh, I was opening a cold, a cold, a cold one of blood of human blood with my buddies, and then this guy just jumps up out of nowhere and starts swinging a sword around like, "What the fuck, man!" <laughs> like it, it's hashtag Luzon did
1: nothing wrong.
0: Oh, <laughs> It's just we, all the layers in that one statement, I and I love all of them.
2: <laughs> I love the implication of like a cold one of blood because that means the person's been dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I mean you gotta know who's not gonna just just kill a dude and just take a straw and just no, nah, he's gonna no, nah, he got a bottle. refrigerator for that. Like. <laughs> exactly, he's gonna bottle it and he's gonna put it in the fridge, and then when he, when he wants to bring over some of his buddies that aren't afraid of him which is basically Kokushibo. (laughs) Which is just basically Kokushibo. So when Kokushibo wants to come over and they want to, you know, watch some person dying on the side of the street, they want to have entertainment. They want to have a drink. That's what I think. (laughs) This is going way too
3: far.
0: (laughs) But anyway, yeah, like... um, So then we go back to Tanjiro's point of view. And Tanjiro... Again, the, the, the battle's still raging on, basically. Tanjiro versus Muzan. And, like, it's gotten to a point where Muzan can't hide the fact that he's weakening. So, like, um, I don't know. The I'll, I guess the last is, I wonder if Tantra's figured out that he's aging, or if it's just a thing where Tantra just knows, okay, I don't know why he's getting weaker, but he's weaker.
2: I don't think he knows why, but okay. um, he's noticing the fact that, like, he's being worn down. And yeah. I think in his head, it's probably... He's just—he's not thinking about the why, but he probably thinks it's just the fact that everyone is coming together, because um, that's also like what's driving him—the fact that like uh, everyone, it, this is all like a huge mutual effort, and he has to—he has to do his best also to make sure that the effort keeps going.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, plus he knows that Tomio put something in his body. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, he's probably just assuming okay, whatever Tomio did to Musan's doing its magic.
0: Okay. Uh, the, I mean, the reason why I ask that is just because it, it just. Like the fact that Tandre, on this on page on this page, the Tanjiro is just kind of saying, "Okay, he's getting weaker and everything like that," and he says it like it's this big revelation, like it wasn't obvious this whole time. So that's why I was wondering to myself when I was reading, like, "Wait, does he know he's aging? And how would he know?" Cause, oh, he just
2: he just knows he's getting weaker because the the wounds yeah, are coming yeah, up. That's,
0: yeah, that's that's what I thought. That that's what I was wondering. It was like again? It just seemed, it felt like up until now, maybe and again, it had been a while since I read the chapter. But it just felt like to me for a minute that was just kind of like, okay, he's just realizing he's weak. Is it that he's figured out the potion is taking effect? But no, it's the as you said, it's it's because he's seeing the wounds. So and and you gotta love that Tantro again is taking everything on his shoulders. He's like, I have to defeat you. Using I words, you know,
3: <laughs> but
0: no I and T buddy. <laughs> So and then the crow and then the, now we're we're down to forty minutes until dawn and Tanjiro is <laughs> okay yeah we're down to forty minutes until dawn and Tanjiro still finds his best and I mean I, I I found this panel I found these, these pages like really unintentionally funny like Tanjiro charges in to do another attack and then and then just like it's just a page looks cool and Tanjiro stands and he's just like wait what and then you see Muzan running. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you see, it, it's just like it just got to me the first time that I had to stop and just kind of chuckled myself because it's just like it, it, the, the timing of it all. It's not Bro. like Tantras plate was like closing in on his throat, and on of course had no choice but to avoid it. No, he's just like he just he just balled. He just ran. That's it.
2: He's doing like, the, the Jumpstar secret technique.
0: <laughs> Clearly, yeah. I mean, okay. There's only one Chad. That's more of a Chad than on and that's Joseph Joe and, and now it's canon it's Canon. <laughs> but yeah, and then of course Sandro's expression, like he's just got this expression, like, did did this guy just run? <laughs> did he just like, run away <laughs> 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 Like like this is like the last thing I, and of course not surprisingly from what we know of Muzon, Muzon never turns his back on anyone. He's like he's like Demon Slayer Whitebeard.
3: Demon <laughs> Slayer <So, laughs> Whitebeard <laughs>
1: I mean, he has the white hair going for
0: him. Jesus. I mean, there you go. And, I mean, technically, Shirohige just means stash. It, 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 I mean, it doesn't actually mean beard. I mean, but anyway, um, yeah, so, like, it's just, of course, Sanjiro is, like, it, it just, it, it was just unintentionally funny. to mean, it's like, he just ran. And then even even Ygros, like, he wants to run. And both of them are just, like, for a second. Like, this, it never came, occurred to us that he would run <laughs> i mean and then i like this and i mean i'm trying not to go through every page but i'm finding something i like in every page but i just like the fact that like they both come to the conclusion or maybe this is just tantra that he's just a thing that clings to life and i love that destruction that description of Muzana, I really do <laughs> he's no longer this now that they know he's getting weaker and can't beat them He's no longer this boogeyman he's just a thing that he's like bacteria, <laughs> <A> bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> he's like bacteria that just clings to life or like a roach or something i mean just that phrase like i, I have to give um damn i forgot his name to translate um, yeah i have to i have to give john wary like credit for translating it that way i mean when i get the volume in japanese i'll definitely look at it but i'm sure the translation is fine and probably great, because he's just a thing that translates, that I, I just love that line, because it, it doesn't, normally you'll have it where they'll humanize the villain, or humanize the characters, but no, they actually did the opposite here, they made him like not, I mean yeah, he's already not human but they made him just, they stripped away anything that made him fearsome he's just a thing it's yeah. interesting
2: too, because uh, even like we, we opened up the chapter with Muzan thinking about Yorichi, and just like he was the monster, not me and, like, now
0: Tanjiro's, like, he's not even... He's just a thing. <laughs> he's just a thing. that clings to life. He's, like, he's, like, I don't know, he's a leech. <laughs> I mean, there are so many ways you could interpret that. But, but yeah, and then, you know, they start to go after him. And then, like, I, I just love how desperate the battle's getting, too. Like, at this point, he's running... And Luzon's running it, and now Tanjiro's just tossing swords at him. <laughs> and, again, the it's, Dio like, almost... <laughs> okay clearly this is just a jojo battle goto gay just like was like i'm running out of ideas what do i do and Rocky's like hey, let me call my buddy iraqi iraqi i'm, I'm kind of stuck what do i do uh did you try reading my um jojo self-help books oh my god what's a jojo what's a JoJo, what's a jojo self-help book it's the manga it's just the manga go read my manga <laughs> <Go> read <it. laughs> And here we are, but yeah, they're just like um, Muzan's Just like he's even he's treated it like I like that they're going back and forth. Like now they're fixed to him. Like these insects are just just leave me alone. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what Muzan's at. Right. like. He's wow. I, like, love,
1: I just like love Tanjiro's face on this page. Yeah, like yeah. he's just like fuming with rage while he's throwing these swords
0: be I mean, like can you can you imagine this guy kill like ha- killed his family or at least had assisted in killing his family has hurt countless people and then i finally get around to fighting you and you just run <laughs> like no i can imagine Tanjiro's just like fury at this point like you can at least like face me after everything you've done and you just ran in the middle of our fight just because you had a little bit of a disadvantage, <laughs> honestly, that I, was our special moment, and you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Marion?
2: I said honestly, like uh, I love this development because the fact that like just looks not this shit and just he does whatever uh, like his self-preservation instincts tell him to do is just I don't know. Like I've never I've never seen this uh, to this level in like a shonen villain or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, neither. And and the funny thing about it, well, not the funny thing, but the thing about it is, it's all within Muzan's character. This isn't a thing that suddenly. He, if you really read through the lines of what we've seen of him so far, yeah, this is totally in line with something Muzan would do. It's just that it's never come to this for him. And now it has. So, it's unprecedented situation for him. Oh, wait. You know, I, I, I,
2: then, I, never, uh, I, I never saw this. My bad. But, uh like, even though I keep making JoJo jokes, but, like, he kind of is like Dio a lot because of the fact that uh, like that self-preservation, like the fact that Dio chose to like survive at, in like the, the shadows or whatever like back in like part one into part two or part three or whatever. Um, it's, make, it's making me think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
1: Yeah, like M- Muzan kind of has those guise of being like all high and mighty, but in reality he's just like cares about himself and if that means quote-unquote demeaning himself to keep himself alive he'll do
0: that yeah and and technically he did it once i mean the only reason why um yorichi wasn't able to kill him is because he did this (laughs) so otherwise the series would have ended with yorichi probably basically actually (laughs) So, so that that would have been it but yeah, so th- actually, we're, now that yeah, we've been talking through it a little bit, yeah, this, again, th- and it goes back to what I just said, which is this isn't like a sudden about face of his character. This is always how he's been. So, but anyway, yeah, um, Tanjiro manages to get some of the talismans so that Igor can get his sight uh, to get Kabumaru's sight back, and Muzan's not about to let that happen. And then, you know, and uh, Luzon keeps him from using the talisman. And then he, uh, then Tanjiro tells tells Igro, just yells out Igro, you know, gives him directions. And Igro's unable to find the, the talisman because they're too small. But then, then I, and I love that, like, even Tanjiro's telling Snake what to do. And the seed tells Kabumaru, grab him and grab the talisman. And then, like, Kabumaru does. And then, for the first time, it's like... I, 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 this moment was really, you know, uh, really important in the sense that, like now, uh, Obanai actually says Tanjiro's name and thank you in the same sentence. Yo. <laughs> like I don't know if he's—I'm sure he probably has at some point in the series, and maybe some crazy uh, Kimetsu fan can go back and look. But I don't remember a time where he called Tanjiro by name. But to be fair, he hasn't been in the series that much, so...
3: Yeah, I don't (laughs)
1: think he's had enough interactions with Tanjiro that it's happened.
0: Yeah, so that's fair. That's fair. But still, this is... that makes it the perfect time. Yeah, and and it's still a big deal, because even... I mean, when they first met, obviously, he had nothing but disdain for him. So to come from there to now, where he's like, you know, first name basis and thank you basis, you know, um... And you know, now he he's got his he's got he he's got um uh Kapumaru's got eyesight. It's not as good as human sight, but it'll do. And <laughs> I, I, I like the Are fact you in a position to dodge had... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. But yeah, I, I like that he and Tanjiro now are tag teaming Muzan, and then Muzan's just like he's just in complete disbelief that this is actually happening to him right now. <laughs> and then but 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 i mean th- that's all fine and danny but the most important cha- part the chapter is the end, nezuko like she's found her way there on page 19 and you know she's obviously tired from running and she's still holding one eye one hand to her eye and then you know she she you know moves her hand and we see that one of her eyes is human
1: yeah i really love how this like chapter ends too cuz like those final uh, two bottom panels of like page 18 are like Nezuko using her eye to watch the fight in the distance. Oh shit, Right, I
0: actually didn't know that. Uh, Okay, wow. See, this is why it's great to (laughs) discuss the chapter with someone else because I didn't think about it that way but you're absolutely right. Like The last vestiges of her demonic nature and she's able to use it to see this fight that's like miles away because on the last page she's like still miles away from the fight but she's able to see it. And I I didn't think about that. I just thought it just was a smash cut to where she was. And that makes sense now that's why she's holding her hand over her human eye, which probably can't see anything from that distance.
1: Yeah, to to like focus the vision.
2: Yo, I did not I did not notice that.
0: I didn't either. That that is really sick. That just tells you how much that's just how awesome Goltage is with these little little details. Because you could go on and not notice that at all and still most of the enjoyment from this chapter.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't notice it at first, but then if you look at that top panel of the last page, like, the battleground where they're fighting, you can see, like, faintly like, in the distance, like, closer to where the buildings are. Yeah, no. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah no, I, 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 see I, I see it. I see it. Yeah, no, I had no idea. And it makes sense from, like, when you go back to page 18, you, it makes sense that, you know, Gotoge is actually introducing that uh, Nezuko's point of view by, like, slowly zooming away from the fight.
2: Yeah, and you see, which, like, the action now, lines
0: around it like, like a circle. Oh, Mary, you're right. Like, and it wouldn't make sense any other way. Like, why zoom away from the fight unless somebody else is watching? And the only person that we have on the last page is Nezuko. So, wow, yeah, I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah, moving into chapter 196, titled I Am, we continue off uh, with Nezuko... Kind of dealing with the fact that she's clearly losing her demonic powers. And she's, like, panting as she's, like, walking closer to the battlefield. And, like, all the memories of her past are, like, flashing before her eyes. And we actually get to see the scene where Muzan actually came to the Komodo household and started slaughtering everyone.
0: I was not expecting that when I read that this week. Oh, neither was I. I mean, now we know he personally went there and did this.
1: Yeah, he had to get the deed done himself. He needed to ensure the highest of quality.
0: The fact that he kind of mentions it like oh, so they die, so it's not like it was anything personal, kid. <laughs> it, it was literally him doing something. He was just like, well, I need to run some experiments. Gonna have to. There's going to be some collateral damage, but the, I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, just Musan's expression here, too. He's just like Doesn't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, like, looking down at, like, his dinner. Like, yeah, I'm hungry and you're here. (laughs) So, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and right after, I love right after the panel moves on his face, we see, like, Nezuko, like, is seeping with rage. But then she remembers Tanjiro, and that, like, calms her down. And, like, then she's remembering all the different people that they've met along their journey.
0: Can I say I just love this panel of, um, Sinit's... With the flowers, like that, she remembers that specifically. <laughs> it's just,
1: yeah, that, that's a sweet little panel. It really is,
0: but yeah.
1: And then Inosuke has acorns.
2: <laughs> you know, that shit
0: was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off
2: because the page before was so sweet, and it's like, oh, that's that's what she remembers about Natsuzenitsu. And then like, and, and I was going some acorns, bitch, like. <laughs> <laughs> You can be my disciple. Like, okay, buddy.
1: I'll pay you in acorns.
2: <laughs>
3: Jesus.
0: He's like doing, he's like almost in the way it's coming down. It looks like that salt mill, that mem with the dude cooking. <laughs>
2: oh, yes, I'll <salty>. pay.
0: <laughs> it looks kind of like that.
2: Oh, I feel like that's on purpose now. That's definitely on purpose.
0: Because <laughs> it is kind of popular cause I've seen Japan it, like, in Japan. Japan loves salt. Yeah, I've seen it mentioned like like outright like parodied in manga. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that Black
2: Clover did it, and so did uh, the slime anime. Recreated as a the slime, they, they
0: oh, yeah, up, it, like, did. Once once it did. did it. It did, it did actually. And I, I feel like if Gintama were still going, it would have done it. <laughs> so. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, yeah,
1: yeah. We kind of just go through uh, more like different flashbacks of people. goes remembering. Like, we see Shinobu, Rengoku, um, Genya, Michiro, just really everyone. And then, like, it pans back to, like, kind of Tanjiro, and it's, like, a silhouette of Tanjiro, like, holding out his hand to Nezuko. And, like, it's Tanjiro says Nezuko's name, and suddenly, like, both her eyes turn human again, and, like, she says to herself, I am Nezuko Kamado. A demon killed my
2: family. Uh, Someone brought this up on Twitter, and like the fact that, like, that's the statement that she says, like, I am Nezuko Kamado, and a demon killed my family. It makes me wonder, because like she, she has all these memories of like what was happening in her demon form, but like, just how conscious was she? And like, is this like her remembering because like she was aware of it, or is it because now that she's like awakened as a human? like all that stuff that happened as a demon was kind of like in a dream state for her or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's something I was wondering about, too. Like, how much was this just was that like, what, how much this feels like a past life to her and how much of this is just stuff that uh, it, or is this all part of her same consciousness? I mean, I hope I hope that like, cultivate will kind of give us an explanation on that.
2: Yeah, just because like, the it, fact
0: that's right. like, okay, like Yeah, just, like,
2: her statement, like, I am Nezuko Kamaru, like, that's, like, a reaffirming statement of, like, that's, like, self-actualization, like, someone who is just making a realization, uh, so it makes me, like, curious, like, just how, how aware she was, because we know, obviously, like, she was,
0: uh, not brain, was it brainwashed, or, like, hypnosis Uh, i guess hypnosis yeah it was close to hypnosis i mean yeah it it is interesting i mean first the statement of who she is and the statement of why she's here Mm -hmm. i i I, I, I like that those work really well in tandem like and so i I feel like that is a kind of a little bit of a clue to it because it'd be one thing if she was like i'm nezuko kamado and then she looks around like why am i here true the fact that she like but the fact that she's like i'm nezuko kamado and my family was killed by demons so she knows why she's here and who she is so I feel like that is kind of a clue a little bit that maybe she was kind of like it was kind of like a a fugue state where she maybe was awake but not really Uh, I remember one time too like it was mentioned before that she has like a nasty temper and stuff so and that kind of carried over in her demon state
2: oh right that's true so I guess, like, her body was, like, on autopilot, and she was just watching from, like, the inside. Exactly.
1: Yeah, like, my assumption is that she was basically running off instinct.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there was was a little bit of Netsuko in there, and that was enough to kind of keep her going until, you know, and obviously, too, from Chapter 1, in fact, you know, she protected Tanjiro despite everything, despite her demonic instincts. So, it was like she was in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, after this, we kind of pan back to Tanjiro and Muzan continuing their fight, and Muzan realizes that he's sensing life from the surrounding area and it's a sign that the Hashira are slowly recovering and he's kind of getting worried because the crow starts saying that there's only 35 minutes left until dawn, but if he stays any longer he'll probably just get his ass kicked so he's like i i need not risk this any longer and he starts to try to do the like split his body into like hundreds of pieces thing that he did with uh yorichi back when he fought him
2: on you self-destruct
1: Exactly. And luckily because Tanjiro remembers all those memories he's like, Egro, watch out Muzan's gonna try to divide himself and we have to like, make sure to like destroy all the small pieces. That said, like, Tanjiro's kinda realizes that no, it's kind of impossible for both of them to stop him if he does that. But, miraculously uh Muzan's not able to divide his body up. And Muzan reaches the conclusion that, like, there was a third substance in Tamiyo's drug. And the substances were human regression, age, aging, and division prevention. But then we see smug Tamiyo in his mind. And she's all like, sorry, but you're wrong. And then Muzan starts coughing up blood. And... Tommy was like, there were four substances. After three weakened you, the fourth will begin cell destruction. Your most hated thing, death, is now so close.
2: Bro, she just pulled an Aizen. <laughs> right. <laughs> since when were you under we the you impression that you could that just- <laughs> Yes! Since yes! when were you since under so the impression we- that you were under the impression. <laughs>
0: yes! yes that's it <laughs> I mean I, I just love how she's just gone from like this demure kind of like uh, you know doctor figure to being she's just relishing in the fact that <laughs> bitch you're mine essentially <laughs> I love it and I love every second of it like
1: Part of me does wonder, though, like, is this just Muzan's dramatization of Tamayo inside I, his body? That's a good I, question. I hope
2: so. I really hope so. Because he, uh, what is it? When he was just, like, interrogating her memories or whatever, he just, like, swatted her away, like, alright, I don't need to be gone. Thought. And then, and then, like, now she's like, no, I'm back, bitch. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, on one hand, I kind of do hope so, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if being stuck with him for so many years she kind of did just kind of every day before she went to bed that was part of her mantra I brushed my teeth, washed my hair plot to kill this motherfucker uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <plot>. <laughs> I think because her plan's going so well she's just like completely unhinged and she's just like yeah you just keep doing your thing moves on
2: yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> slowly gonna die while you were out there killing humans I was studying the poison of muza
0: <laughs> while you were out there I was learning the, the art of medicine <laughs> literally like I and I and I, and I it's so good though like I don't doubt that something's going to happen at the end of all of this. That Muzan's not just going to go gently into whatever night, that bright or dark night or whatever. (laughs) He's he's not going to go gently into it. You know he's not. Like, I I can't... As much as I know... Well, but at the same time, we're living in an era of jump where we, I mean, I'm bringing him back into this. But then again, he recommended this manga, so... We had an era jump where Hunter Hunter during Chimera Ant like uh, Gon didn't actually fight the main villain and he died of poison poisoning. True. So like and
2: I Ooh, that's always been no I like this.
0: It feels like something he would do. Mhm. <laughs> like we you really think about Hunter Hunter Gon and Killa only ever fought the main arc villain once and that was Greed Island. <laughs> so like other than that they've always there's always been something else to happen to diffuse the plot of the the story the plot of that arc but <clears throat> so i wouldn't be surprised I, I could i could see it being both ways i could see it being a thing where M- muzan just does like the, the the hashira catch up with him and they slay him cuz he's just so weak or i could see you know uh, gotsuge going with something more traditional shonen where it's like he gets the last minute power power up
1: I mean, I think the, if anything's gonna happen, that'll power him up. His body's just gonna become so unstable to the point where he's no longer moves on. He's just like an amalgamation of like his like demon like
0: essence or whatever thing that clings to life.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say like
2: I could see him like what he did before in the fortress where he was just like eating up the the was it like the novice demon slayers or whatever. Like he could just eat like the corpses of like the people who were already killed like here in the town, but I don't know, cause th- at this rate it looks like he's either gonna like quote unquote like conf- finish aging until like w- whatever weird superhuman age is supposed to be like five thousand years or some shit, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, can't, tell he- I can't tell if I can't tell he's gonna drive- die from the drug or like someone's gonna slash him or something.
0: Yeah, that that's that's now that's pretty much a question. At this point, we know Muson's done. Like, it's not whether he gets the power up or not. It's likely he's done for. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I feel like this fight's definitely near its end at this point. Like, we have thirty five minutes left, and like Nazuko's human again, and like he's kind of screwed. Muzan's kind of screwed at
3: this point.
1: I or mean, shit. I guess
0: I I get. I, I guess I am a little bit kind of like not sad, but I guess it, it would have been nice to see the Kamado siblings do one last tag team before this is all over. But that looks that's my main to complaint, have. honestly. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I am kind of a little let down by is that. I, I mean, it's great. <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> I
2: I have one YouTube uh, theorist tinfoil hat on. Uh, how how sure are we that Tanjiro is going to survive this now? Right, um, you did mention this before. Like I feel like, like I feel like this chapter made me think that it's more likely Tanjiro might actually die. Um just because of like the fact that like Nezuko is like completely human now. Assuming like well yeah, I'm pretty sure she's human now because like the the last thing she remembered was like her brother and then like she covered her hand and like now both eyes are normal. Uh, I even, think even, that yeah. Go ahead. I think that, sorry, like, I think that now, um, like, after this whole thing is over, I can't tell if, well, okay, I think Tanjiro might die, and because of that, like, is gonna be, like, the last the last of the Kamados, basically, and she might have to, like, inherit his will. Like, we were talking earlier, like, one of our first episodes was, like, what might even happen at the end of the Muzan fight? would they go, like, treating other demons or whatever? Like, I can't tell if all the demons Muzan created would, like, die on the spot, or they would have to be treated with the antidotes. Like, maybe that would be something that she does. Like, taking up the mantle of just, like, being, like, not, I guess, kind, yeah, but, like, uh, treating demons as humans. And, like, Making sure that uh they're they're not posing a threat for the rest of humanity now that Muzan's gone. I feel like that's something Nezuko could do as like a like a book into the story.
1: Yeah, that is a possibility. I mean, like, I don't feel like there's any demon out there that's stronger than Muzan. Otherwise, like, Muzan would know about it.
2: Right. Same here.
1: But like, there are there are still gonna be like smaller, lower tier demons out there. So like, maybe at the end of the story it will be like Tanjiro and Nezuko are just still like working as like demon slayers or something
0: yeah yeah actually I would like that ending rather than I mean well I'm on one hand I I would think that that kind of ending is cool that she takes up Tanjiro's mantle and just keeps on going but on the other hand I would also be kind of okay with the ending where it's like the demons are gone for whatever reason and they are, all the characters are happy. Because listen, just as we were discussing with the last chapter, this is a really depressing series. And I kind of want to see the characters be happy at the end. <laughs> hmm Definitely. So, I mean, I'm of two minds. I like both endings, honestly. But that just means, hey, whichever one Goldsugate does decide I'd go with. Or, at this point, they could even go for a third ending that we're, both, we're all not thinking about. <laughs> but, like... Moves on, I, I
1: survives, and slaughters everyone, and we start this whole story over again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was
0: actually a time loop story. Yeah. <laughs> I, that that would that would fit in with the Aizen profile we created for for like Tamayo, but maybe maybe she was the true villain all along.
3: <laughs> she,
0: she just hated Muzan so much because she wanted to beat him. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of that. Like we did discuss it before that it is there is a chance that Tanjiro could, you know, pass away after this fight. But at this point, I I don't know. We the funny the funny thing is we predicted a lot of stuff. We've just been slightly off the mark with a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. So, which has been really interesting to just kind of go through every week and you know look at it in retrospective, realize well we were really close. So sometimes we were, we were right. We just didn't predict it. We were just wrong. And when it happened, <laughs> so but yeah, definitely looking through the, the these. The set of three chapters. I just like the idea that, yeah, Tanjiro's fighting and doing his best and everything like that, and nobody can deny that. But I just like how much we've seen of the other characters contributing to this. Yushiro being, you know, the the field, the field medic. Um, Obanai coming in at the last minute to give Tanjiro that backup he needed. And, of course, Shinobu and um, um, Tamayo. Both just be. Everybody is contributing to this, this. This isn't just Tanjiro's whole thing. Like this isn't just Tanjiro soloing um Muzan, which I which was one. Besides the fact that the Kamado, the two things I was just like is like I wish I hope the Kamado siblings get to fight together one more time. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's gonna happen. But at least the other thing um. Uh, GoToGate did the void, which is the whole thing of just Tanjiro Soulwing getting his last minute power up and slowing moves on by himself. So I, I'm pleased that at least that doesn't appear to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's 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 my takeaway from these chapters. It's just so much of it is like Tanjiro, everybody. D- Kimetsu no Yaiba is a story. Yes, it's, Tanjiro's the protagonist, but it's a story about all of these people.
1: Yeah, I felt at the end of the day, all these conflicts that we've had in, like, Demon Slayer have been a team effort. There's never really been, like, one, like, major fight against, like, the Kizuki or Muzan that has really felt like just Tanjiro one-shotting the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing I've really liked with Demon Slayer. I mean, I I can imagine that, like, a lot of people that are more into, um... More well, and I and I say this and I don't mean to sound condescending, but like more traditional set shown in where it is the main character or some other character one shotting a fight because they got the power up they needed or whatever. And I mean there's nothing wrong with those, but like I do like the idea that there is a sense of community, um, Kimetsu that Tanjiro isn't doing this by himself. hmm
2: Yeah, I think that's my favorite part too. And just like We've been we've that's the, that's something that we've all been uh, like praising about like this arc in general. Just the fact that like everyone's coming together and it feels like a very um, concentrated effort that not just one person is like taking all the shine. And it's something that's really hard, I think, to to get across in a, in like a battle shonen. Just because like like you said, the tr- it's so easy to go like the traditional route of just like hey, hand out power ups and like just. Main character one shots or whatever, and it's just we've had moments that kind of like veered into that territory, like with Tanjiro, um, like coming back to life, uh, getting the flashback with uh, Yorichi and like learning like the secrets of the 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 Hinokami and stuff. But like, it never like it never pushed the narrative into like him like all of a sudden dominating or. Like he he becomes some kind of like Jesus, um Yeah Messiah kind of complex person. <laughs> yeah. So like, <clears throat> I, like I, I appreciate <throat> the fact that
0: everyone's around. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course now with this last chapter we just went through, we've got the implication that um <clears throat> the Hashira will be back. I mean, no matter... granted it's unlikely that they'll be in fighting shape, but you know, if I'm sure, if it, they are needed, that's something they'll be able to do something. I mean, again, I hope Mitsuri gets at least to you know redeem herself a little bit because she's like now I I want to say she's like the one Osher that really isn't doing too much of anything.
2: <laughs> Obviously, Muzan, like now that he's aging, uh, his his age is gonna catch up with him and he's gonna be a pervy old man. And once he sees her pop a split, he'd be like, damn girl, your ass so fat. And then, <laughs> oh my God, Marion! Why? Because I see it happening in, in my I, Uh
0: Okay. I mean, listen, we <laughs> predicted all. We predicted some off-the-wall shit, and some of it's actually stuck So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not discounting anything at this point. God. But yeah. It is. It's is just like it's like you said. I mean, it is a thing where it would be easy to just stick with tradition. You know. And Kimetsu has done a good job of, like, kind of doing its own thing, but sticking with the, with um, tradition in the sense of shounen. So, and I and it, I think it's because it's doing those two things pretty well in tandem that it has become very popular. Even, like, old shonen heads are into it because it's got simple stuff from yesteryear in it, and then new people to, to the genre, not in the house, do the thing I hate. It was become what I hated, calling shonen a genre. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um yeah i can't tell you how many minutes i've had about that but that's for another podcast uh gen- it's shown in being a demographic you know the old heads are into it because it does have some of those elements from older older But then people are getting into the series because it's kind of divorced from that a bit by doing things differently so i and this arc is, is for sure is like what doing is carrying on in tradition's own tradition so I, I do hope to, um, I mean, I, I, what else can I say at this point? I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next, because, you know, with, within the next couple of chapters, we'll
2: Do you guys think it's going to end by 200? Or, like, Musan's
0: going to be dead by 200? I, I hmm. What, what, that was chapter 196?
1: Hmm. I don't think that Musan can die in four chapters. That seems too soon.
0: I mean, we've yeah, we been saying that I, about a lot of things.
1: True.
0: It's true, but yeah, I agree with V Lord. I, I don't. I, I kind of. I mean, he's coughing up blood. To be in all fairness, which is a pretty dire sign. But yeah, I still think, like, I still believe that, like, he's going to get something's going to happen. I can't see okay and of course, well, then again, as Marine pointed out, we've said all kind, we've seen and said all kinds of things. So, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I just feel like, I won't say moves on is a disappointment, because I have, I mean, I've seen some impressions from um, Japanese and uh, U.S. readers that they felt that moves on as a final boss is a disappointment. And to some extent, I get where people are coming from, especially if, again, you're more interested, not interested, you're more used to the Olshun tradition, where the final boss is this long, dragged-out battle of different techniques and different um Powers flying around and stuff, and the, villain, the hero wins with some last minute power up. But, and so far, Muzan, let's be honest, has really just been whipping it good for the last couple of months. That's
1: kind of interesting, though, because I've been seeing people complain that the fight's going on too long. Well,
0: it's yeah. not so much that the fight's going on too long, it's just that Muzan's only doing one thing.
2: But I mean, he's doing what works. Like, so, can I really blame him? Yeah,
0: I, mean, I don't like, personally yeah, have a problem with it. I'm just saying I, I've seen people complain about it. No, yeah, like, I've even seen the, that, same even thing. the Even if the ch- fight were only three chapters, only the fight were only like five, six chapters. The fact that it is, he's hasn't really done anything other than whip things
1: it's <laughs> real
3: good.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> ripping it good, like I said. So, and again, and like I said, you compare it to other shonen where, like, even if it's just the arc villain. Usually, they throw out some crazy technique that's super cool or whatever. But again, just been whipping it for the past couple of months.
2: Maybe so this is the turning point.
0: <laughs> I, I, maybe it is. I, I do feel like that something's going to happen. Like that. Again, maybe it'll be something like. I, I feel like viewer or viewer or v- or says likely that something will happen. Maybe he'll lose control of his body or whatever and just become a thing that clings to life. And that'll be the final final fight or whatever, but or... I, I just feel like there's going to be more to this. I can't see him just, like, dying in the next two or three chapters because this is a poison. So Maybe he
2: has, like, a real blood demon technique, I guess.
0: Yeah, or something. You know, I, I don't know at this point, but I, I do see... I do feel like there's going to be more to it than what we're seeing now. Okay. I definitely... But for, for sure, this fight is winding down so whether he gets a boost of power or something else it, it is going to come to it. But I, I have a question for you guys before we you know, begin to wrap up which is um, do you think we're going to get so every other demon so far as they've gone, they've died, we've gotten something from them.
2: Like, uh, okay, like a backstory? Yeah, I,
0: you know, my life sucked. You know, Yeah, I'm an awful demon. I kill lots of people and I probably deserve you killing me but my life sucked too, and here's how. <laughs> so are we gonna get that from Muzan or is the couple of pages of a chapter a while back? All we're gonna get.
1: I think we're gonna get another backstory for him. Just like explaining more of like his life and like what led him up to becoming a demon. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if it's gonna be necessarily sympathetic though, like previous like demons, simply because like up to this point like Muzan's kind of been built up of th- as this guy that can't be redeemed. Yeah. And like I think it, there are ways that you can make it work and make like Muzan sympathetic but still like acknowledge that yeah he's a god awful person. <laughs> but I don't know. I think we're we're going to have to wait and see on
2: that. Yeah. I I don't know if we're going to get one. I would I would personally like it regardless of if uh, it, it veers towards, like, being sympathetic or not, or just, you know, just having, like, extra lore, I guess, is always, like, a fun thing for me, uh, in terms of, like, just being a reader, uh, learning more about, like, the world and characters and stuff. Um, I I can see myself being, like, sympathetic towards Muzan, even though, like, he is, like, completely awful and just, up to this point, has nothing, has done really nothing to really... Uh, make us suspect that something like that is on the way. Um, but there, there are always traits about him that I always found very fascinating. Like, just from, like, his uh, intro, like, the fact that uh, he blends into human society and, like, uh, changes his appearance to, like, uh, infiltrate. And, like, uh, even in those situations, like, he he picks forms that, like, surround themselves with family. Like, he, he had, like a, like, a fake daughter and a wife, there was one point where he was, like, the little, the little boy reading in the library, Um, and his fascination and, like, obsession, really, of just being really prideful and, like, the ultimate being, it makes me wonder, like, just what really led to that, because it feels like most of the time, whenever he talks about that, that stuff, it's more like, um, like, he's trying to convince himself, like, after the fact that, like, he's a demon or whatever, and um, just like that when he was in the alleyway and this that one guy that bumped into him was like, hey, you're looking really pale. You look like you might croak at any second. And he's just like, do I look weak to you? Do I look like I'm about to collapse or whatever? I feel like that com- that came from a very personal kind of... It just feels like a very personal kind of line. And that's what really grabbed me at first uh, from him as a character. So I hope to see... like. Uh, whether if it's, like, oh, he turned into a demon because of, like, an experiment or something, but, like, it was a situation where he was kind of, like, Rui, where he's just, like, a very sickly kid, but, like, now, because of this, like, super strong demon powers or whatever, like, he, uh, he, he, he basically gets to live the life that he never really thought he would have or something like that. I, I can, I can see myself sympathizing with something like that, depending on, like, how it's. Uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I was thinking. I feel like we'll get I'm of the mind that where I agree with both of you guys where it's like um uh, both of you, where it's like I do feel like we're gonna get something and I think it's gonna be presented in a way where I where it's like your mileage may vary. It's like, yeah, you could feel bad for him and you wouldn't be a terrible person if you did, but you also wouldn't be a terrible person if you're just like, yeah, no, nah, you deserve everything you get and then more. So, and I, that's interesting that you say that in the sense that, um, you know, him beating it, that, that he, it sounds like he's been convincing himself that, okay, this is what a demon's supposed to do. You know, I, I would love to see it where it was a thing like, I mean, he's the, it's been said he's the first demon. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of get this idea like maybe there, and of course there's human folklore and human tr- stories and I just kind of I would love it, not love it, but and I don't think, I don't know if this would be even possible with the way the story has been up until this point, but it, it does sound like a little bit like he's just saying okay, well, this is what I've read about monsters or my family I can imagine him being a sickly kid and his parents reading him about the boogeyman back then or whatever and then he became the Boogeyman. It's like, well, what do I do now? I guess this is what the Boogeyman <laughs> Trying to terrorize people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would go around terrorizing people and trying to stay alive, I guess. You know, I, I almost see it being like Garo from uh, OPM, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Like, definitely. something yeah. like that. That's yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, like Garo was just like, I feel bad for the monster, you know?
2: <laughs> He's putting himself like, in a role willingly.
0: Yeah, exactly. I w- I mean, granted, again, this is really far, of course, and like I don't know if Gold2K could even do this kind of thing with the way the story has been built up so far. Yeah. But yeah. I would love, I would think that would be really interesting if he was just like, I became a monster, so I did what I thought monsters are supposed to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, and even then, that's just like one one avenue or one potential kind of kind of way for it to go. That I'm just like, oh yeah, I would be open to this kind of stuff. I can go a completely different direction for all I care. It's just, uh, I'm just interested, like, about the possibilities.
0: I mean, same thing, that's why, you know, that's why I'm really curious if we if we will get anything from Buzan. I, I wouldn't be upset if we didn't. If same was, here. Yeah, if, if Koltukai deemed it where he's just an awful person and the Demon Slayers killed him and that's all you get, okay. I mean, that wouldn't bug me too much. I mean, I feel like the richness of the other characters and their demons and everything else in the series before him is good enough that if the story ended and we just knew he was a bad guy and that's it, I would be fine with that. Now, to scratch my itch of just curiosity, I would also love it if we got into his backstory a bit. And honestly, I would think the timing for that would be soon if we were going to do it, as much as we just got out of the flashback. Like, it kind
2: of uh, has to be very soon. I'm telling you. Like, I'm telling you. I, I get. I get the feeling is the fight's going to end like chapter two hundred. Then maybe the flashback right after that. I, I that's, just, that. That's where my marbles are going. I'm going to wait. Be- so they'd have the flashback after Muzan's defeated. It would come like at the moment of like his death is like assured a or whatever. Hmm. I guess. I guess that would work. Like after, or, like during his like decapitation, if they do that, or. You
0: even see it being a thing where, like, you know, tons of with the last, and then he's about to land the last hit, and then he has the flashback, and then that's enough to make it's like anger like explode, and then he becomes the thing that cl- clings to life. Like, I'm a monster. I'm a supposed to live. So, I would. <laughs> I yeah so the that
1: people... that's what I was thinking of actually. Okay. Okay. I think that could definitely happen.
2: I don't know. I don't know if I would like him turning into like a creature that loses like sense. That like he. He he loses like his intelligence or whatever, be just because he turns into a monster. I, I would I feel like I would not like that,
0: personally. Yeah, I I kind of I agree with you, only because then it would kind of take a lot of responsibility off his actions up until this point. I, I I feel like he should be in control of his like like I mean yeah of course he still did a lot of bad things, but I'd like becoming if the last form were just this monster has no sense or reason. I feel like that would take off some edge of the fight. But at the same time, I just don't see how... Well, I guess I could see a way where like he he gets more powerful and keeps his sense of reasoning. But I I feel like a power boost in his current situation... I don't know, I just feel like it, it would only work for me if it was just so much power that he couldn't handle it.
2: I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be
1: like a fight or flight type response from his body... Like, reacting to the fact that, like, he's going... He's, like, on the verge of death.
2: Okay, you know what I can accept? If it's, like, uh... You see how he has, like, so many hearts and brains or whatever? If, like, all of those extra, like, vital points or whatever that, like, led to his survival, like, he ends up not discarding them, but, like, just turning them into, like, raw energy or something like that. Uh And then he... It's harder for him to control it because of the fact that like he let go of so many organs or some shit like that. Like, I need I need some kind of, I I need some kind of like reasonable excla- explanation, I guess, besides just the fact that like oh it's a berserk mode or something.
0: No, I I totally I could totally I totally respect that. I do.
2: Yeah, same here.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, either way, I I do hope we get something something for him, but I wouldn't be too mad if we did I just I
2: because I, I know we just kind of glossed over it, but like. I do sort of have feelings about, like, how uh, Nezuko was absent this whole arc, and, like, now that she's back, um, like, she just, she's just turning human, and she's not really, from what we've seen so far, she's she's not going to, or she might not contribute to the fight. Um, do you guys feel any kind of way about that?
1: I guess I'm kind of disappointed if she's not gonna do anything in the fight, but at the same time, like, I'm not... Convinced that she isn't going to get involved, like I feel like she's still going to try to help Tanjiro, even in her human state. Okay, but like the jury's out on that, so we'll have to wait and see. Really. Okay.
2: Yeah, um, that's fair.
0: Yeah, that, I, that's essentially how I feel. Like I, I mean, it, I, I've already stated it before. Like so I'm really, I am. The one thing I would say is um. I wouldn't even say a major disappointment, but just makes me kind of like, oh, it's like we're not going to see them fight together one more time. Like, here with yeah. Tanjiro. Now, there's a chance that something could happen and that changes, and I that made me really happy. But, yeah, it, it does seem like a shame that somebody that, up until now, that um she and, she and Tanjiro had been fighting together, and then she basically is put on a bus for, like, most of this arc... And by the time she's finally able to she's finally back in you know back in the story it's to not really be able to do much i mean now yeah. i could see i, I would love what a, something that would be interesting to me if she pulls an owl from full metal alchemist like he gets his body at the end he's like but i can't do anything with you you're so weak and little i'll be right back i just need this body for a little bit longer i'll be right back, I'll be right back. <laughs> Yo, I I, I, uh, I would kind of like it. I, I, I if something like that happened, I would be like, so like, yo, okay, <laughs> just runs up
1: the- to Yushiro and has
2: Yushiro turn her into a demon. <laughs> Bro, if something like that actually happens, like I would, I would, I would have zero complaints at all. I just feel like really, not even salty. I'm just kind of like sad of the fact that like, like we were just talking like twenty minutes earlier about like, the fact that everyone has contributed to this fight and everyone has contributed in some way to bringing down Muzan and like just except Nesuko, and it's just like really like I don't know it just it feels really wrong and I hope, I hope like she does something crazy
0: yeah, same, same. I mean, I was just about to say if that if if Goltoke does pull that Full Alchemist, because that moment in Full Metal Alchemist always is just one of my favorite moments. And if Goltoke does that with this, I, I will be on the, I will be out on like street corners buying like, um, Demon Slayer volumes and giving them out.
3: <laughs>
0: <to be laughs> that would be so awesome if if that if she does it. Like, I mean, if Golta does it, I don't know if the, I don't know if it'll happen. But that would be so awesome. If like is, like Yeah If the next thing if the next thing she thinks is, like I'm Nes you know, I am Kamado I'm Nesko Kamado and a demon killed my family and I you know, and I but and I need to be able to fight alongside my brother to, you know, get revenge. What ah, that'd be so cool. <laughs> but I, I don't know at this point. But the mm-hmm. jury as people are said the jury's
2: out. I just feel a little blue balled by the fact that we never got like, uh, more from like the horn form or like her burning blood. Like, I feel like there's, there has to be something there. Like, even though she's a human now, maybe her blood is still special because like that line specifically that Muzan said, that was like, uh, a demon who can conquer the sun or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She can just instantly do sun breathing.
0: I mean, that's not out of the realm of reason. Not out of the realm of possibility here. I, I guess, as people we were saying, I guess we can start to wrap things up.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good capping off point for our discussion. So let's plug our stuff and get out of here. So, Marion, where can people find you? Uh,
2: yeah, no, you can find me on Twitter at MicrowaveyTheEbeforeTheV and on at Good Friends Cast on Twitter dot com, uh, it's Good Friends Anime Club. New episode coming out soon. Uh, actually, I don't know when this episodes or Demon Slayer episodes coming out. So I, <laughs> just check us out on Twitter. We got we got some cool stuff. And then uh, at haikupod on Twitter, that uh, we, we talk about Haiku, the manga, the anime, news, whatever, fun stuff. Haiku is like my other favorite series in, in Jump right now. It's better than One Piece. You heard it here first.
1: There are many things in Jump better than One Piece. Hashtag hot take. Hot takes.
2: <laughs> Shout, Shout to just, just went real hot.
1: Go read Oktage and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen.
0: I, I can't even disagree with this. I mean, even as me that really is only reading Demon Slayer and Jump right now. <laughs> so I, I can't even disagree with that statement.
1: But yeah, Sakaki, where can people find you?
0: Really good manga, like I said. Shonen Sunday and I talk about Sunday probably a little too much (laughs) but um, you can find me on Twitter at KiroBon, K-I-I-R-B-O-N or at WSS Talkback which is where I post Shonen Sunday news Uh, Shonen Sunday I actually buy the magazine from Japan and do a little bit of a run through every week so every Tuesday
2: you can join
0: me if that's something that interests you um, and I also have a blog, WSSTalkback.blogspot.com. Unfortunately, that hasn't been updated since New Year's Eve, and I feel really bad about that. But, you know, being be working and all this other stuff has kept me from the blog. But I do want to start adding stuff to it. And as I plugged a couple of times on the show, uh, anybody that's interested in writing about Sunday, I'm definitely willing to work with you. Or if you want to contribute to something, of course, giving credit to everybody. I'd love to be able to have more Sunday stuff to work on because being able, keeping up the Japanese side of things and in and like domestic releases, American releases, is really difficult, <laughs> and I can't do <laughs> it by myself. So. <laughs> uh, and there's
1: even more Shogakukan stuff coming out this year, so that's gonna make it even harder.
0: <laughs> I just decided to make my life really interesting by basically getting every Takahashi they can, and Tonikaku Kawaii, which is currently running in uh, Shonen Sunday. Fly, so me the moon, they, fly Me to the Moon, baby. Fly Me to the Moon. It just got licensed recently, so it's like, yeah, like it's getting even harder to keep up with stuff. And with the Conan movie coming out, you know there's a bunch of moves coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that's where you can find me at, and definitely come, come have a look if you're if you want something better than Jump to Read.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely follow both of these two. They're both amazing. As for myself, though, you can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. I'm usually on there talking about manga, writing reviews, and everything in between. Um, you can find my more manga-focused reviews over on all-comic.com. And my more Tanami focused writing over on tanamifaithful.com. So check out both of those as well. As far as the podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at D Slayer Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website at tanamifaithful.com slash Slayer podcast. So definitely check out all of those for updates on when the podcast comes out and various Demon Slayer news. The podcast is also streaming on basically everything at this point. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So whatever you listen to your podcasts on, look us up, subscribe, and enjoy our episodes. But that about does it for this week, so we will see you guys later. See ya. Take care, everybody.